0: My first question to you is the same as to General Olomisa. What is your reaction to what um, the ANC is saying? The point has been made the ANC taking a swipe at the DA, for instance, saying that you are willing to humiliate your members and subject them to lie detected tests to determine how they voted. Why are you asking us to apply a different principle?
1: has a point, Satisa, so in the sense that there is a huge amount of double standards going on there. Uh, the other example they could have mentioned is that the ESF uh, is calling on ANC members to vote their conscience and is threatening to discipline six of its councillors in Makhali City because they voted the wrong way. So, yeah, I think that there, there, there is a double standard here. Uh, on the other hand, I think that the principle that members of Parliament, despite the fact that they voted on a party list, Uh, should vote their consciences is a good one. The fact that none of the parties seem to believe in it doesn't mean that we as South African citizens shouldn't believe
0: in it. And and just for those who are at home listening, what is the material difference so that they should say, okay, it's one thing how you vote at council meetings, but when you're in Parliament dealing with weighty issue such as whether somebody is still a legitimate, incredible leader of the Republic of South Africa, uh, this is why voting with your, confi- or your conscience is allowed? No,
1: I think the honest answer, to you, so which they would deny, I mean, you'd have to ask them because I don't understand their reasoning. The honest answer is that in the minds of many of the opposition parties at the moment, any rule can be broken in order to remove Mr. Zuma in a no-confidence vote. Uh, they're prepared to introduce Uh, And really it all boils down to the idea that there's this absolute fixation with this no-confidence vote. Uh, It is worth mentioning, as the opposition parties have mentioned themselves, that there have been seven previous no-confidence votes, all of which have failed. Uh, And it's legitimate to ask why people feel that if you've done something seven times and it didn't work seven times, you think it's going to work an eighth time. The of the matter is that they're convinced that all they need is the secrecy and then they'll get rid of Mr. Zuma and we'll live happily ever after.
0: But uh, isn't it that therein lies the rub, uh, Professor, that uh, as the UDM leader, Bantolomisa, says, whether you like it or not, the truth of the matter is pretty much, for most of his tenure, pre- President Jacob Zuma has pretty much faced a motion of no confidence for every year of his presidency. Yeah,
1: correct which means that it's a particular tactic which opposition parties use, which they're perfectly entitled to use, but the problem about using a tactic over and over again is that it begins to lose its bite after a while. They're now trying to give it more bite uh, by introducing the secrecy issue, Um, but I think that the the likely outcome is that this particular no-confidence vote will be settled in exactly the same way as the other seven were, uh, with uh, a majority of MPs voting for Mr. Zuma because the ANC has a healthy majority so you know i don't share the belief that uh, the wishful thinking that seems to be around among various analysts and politicians uh, that somehow this is going to be different to the last
0: two mm. let's talk about tactile moves uh jackson Temple accusing the opposition of exploiting ac weaknesses but isn't that the so-called art of war
1: that. I think that what Mr. Tembrew said today uh, is an accurate account of the situation. It isn't. It's, 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 it's obviously open to all sorts of problems. Uh, of course, they're entitled to exploit that. Uh, look, they're perfectly entitled to bring as many no confidence to votes as they want. They're perfectly entitled to exploit divisions of the ANC. Uh, the ANC's, well, the divisions within the ANC are the ANC's problem. They're not the opposition's problem. Um, what I do keep on reiterating, however, is that you know, Speaking from the perspective of South African citizens, I think that citizens have to be concerned that whichever way this goes and whatever is done does not damage South African democracy. And there are dangers in this process which could damage democracy.
0: Such as what?
1: Such as a secret ballot. There's nothing more undemocratic than I can think of than the idea of MPs voting in secret. Most democracies in the world would find it absolutely scandalous. Uh, There are whole uh, programs which exist in some countries to monitor the way that that MPs vote because any MP is there because people voted for them. Uh, And if you voted for people, you're accountable to them. And if you're accountable to them, they have to know how you vote. Uh, besides the fact that it's, it seems to me that uh, secret ballots uh, by, by councillors or by members of parliament uh, are an excellent way to encourage corruption. We don't know who voted the DA mayor out in Mukhali City and because we don't know who voted the DA mayor out of K- Mukhali City, we don't know whether they did it because they don't like the mayor or because somebody paid them to do it. Um, so it would be a horrendous problem for democracy in this country if this was introduced but it seems to be desired because the feeling is that it will somehow get
0: rid of Mr. Zuma? Professor Stephen Friedman, thank you very much for your time and insights, Director of the Centre for Democracy at the University of Johannesburg.